Welcome back. This is the Work Talk Live podcast. Again, I'm your host, Joseph Lee. And today, for the second time, two-time champ, we have John Kang joining us again. Thanks for having me, man. Now, if you missed part one, which you shouldn't have missed part one, but part one was all about suffering through COVID-19. Now, today, we'll have John Kang right back, right? And we'll be talking about part two, which is overcoming COVID-19. Yep. We're going to dive straight into it, okay? We're going right into deep and dirty, okay? Let's do it. Deep and dirty, <laughs> okay. So, getting right into it. Um, so, we heard the story of you going through all this suffering, and it just felt like everything was piling on top of each other, right? Yeah. You talked about um, getting your first panic attack, uh, insomnia, on top of like midterms, and everything just cramming down on you. So when was it when you started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? Like, what happened physically? Physically, um, well, I guess it happened after my insomnia. If you're talking about like the whole recovery process, it was definitely after my insomnia. Um, and it was definitely after the whole um, rescheduling of finals, I became very motivated with um, with, with you know you know being able to get the internship being able to at least that that was the one that went well for me you know um but yeah being able to um take all my finals um and then reschedule the pretty much the hardest one that's when i became really motivated really driven yeah so like you you witnessed like so you're physically recovering and then I guess people just giving you the time that you need yeah like you really took advantage of that and uh, did that give you some kind of mental clarity like you said because it motivated you like did you finally feel like the weights are off (laughs) oh definitely um for the longest time i think it was like two months but two months of probably the worst number one worst stress um just like the worst fears I've ever had just all at once just piling on um, and yeah once people once my, my professor mostly gave me the time that I needed I, I became so relieved um, just because number one it was I think it was a two-month sort of time so that I could adjust um, so I wasn't really going two months full throttle into studying right after my insomnia but I needed time to recover, and I think that's really that was one thing that was really important um, with me recovering and sort of like the recovery process. Um, although I still do do struggle with some stuff that I've dealt with prior to my insomnia, um, but yeah, it was the fact that I was able to number one recover um, and see that he was giving me another chance and that he was willing to work with me that I felt even more driven. Um, And my path, you know, once everything's out of the way, once all your classes are done, once all the noise is out, one thing becomes so clear um, if you have your mind on one single thing. Although I did have my internship, you know, um, I did have a lot of time to study. You know, two months or like one and a half months is still a long time. Um, And so, yeah, just being, being able to be focused on one thing was so crucial um, and 
that being focused, having that one set goal, that one um, one set goal to really just focus on, really just strive towards, it was that that really gave me the motivation and really um, helped me to kind of build myself back up again. Yeah. So now I kind of want to know like the emotional aspect, I guess, of you overcoming it, right? Because uh, all these factors are tied. Because it really did affect you emotionally, right? right? Yeah. And um, from part one, like we really got to see how numb you felt. And from that numbness, it's kind of like pain, right? Right. So like, what was that feeling like, like emotionally for you, like transitioning out of, you know, like suffering? Like, what did you feel? Um, well, obviously it was gradual. It wasn't like, oh my God. Like, you know, the whole world's been lifted off my shoulders. But it was definitely gradual. But the fact that, you know, it was, it was a great feeling. Um, although I do struggle with some of the things like anxiety, I still do have panic attacks, you know, here and there. Um, and I do str struggle with some sort of, you know, lingering effects of, I wouldn't call it PTSD, but like something along those lines of like where you have a traumatic experience and then you feel sort of fear afterwards, you know, that that might come back. Not just necessarily COVID, not just necessarily insomnia, but just, you know, going through that traumatic experience, you know, it has those lingering effects. It's not just going to improve immediately. But um, yeah, being able to have some sort of support system um, from my mom to my pastor to my dad my sister um, my friends my few that I could talk to when I when I had a hard time or when something was on my mind or when I just wanted to talk you know um, having that support system and number two um, like I said before you know having that one driven goal um, you know it was like I said it was gradual but, you know, having each day being able to see, um, you know, who was there for me, you know, how much I improved from the beginning and seeing that, you know, that I am improving slowly, seeing that gradual, I guess, incremental change that an improvement that I've come so far, um, you know, why I, I had to constantly remind myself that even with these anxieties, um, you know, it's like these problems, my, my sister said, like these tr problems that I fear, like these, like these health problems that I fear that I might have, um, or like some things that I might be anxious about, they're so trivial compared to what the rest of the world feels. Mm -hmm. and, and like everyone here feels, you know, um, like what happened in Lebanon, what happened, you know, what happened with um, other people around the world constantly. Um, number one, like people are people's families are being taken away from from the virus. Um, number two, like like I said, what happened in Lebanon. Um, and there's so many other things that are so much more devastating, you know, than those little things that I fear, those little things that I'm anxious about. Um, and have being able to 
like I said, have a support system and being able to have people around me that can really tell me, like, to my face, um, that you're just, you're just being weak right now. Um, yeah, you know, anxiety comes with this cost, but at the end of the day, it is also my, cho it's also your choice. You know, it's your choice to be afraid, or to, you know, to use that fear, and sort of just block it out. It's your choice in how to react. And um, people being able to give me these advice, being able to um, tell me face value of like, you know, it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth your time. It's not worth your effort. Um, these are the, like the little things that was that I was able to really just hone in on and really improve. Is that is that why I like don't hear any type of like victimization from you? Like you don't victimize being. I think. Like you don't wallow in your 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 pain or the pain that you went through. You know, I kind of like what I see is I think like such a drastic polar transformation so like i saw in the beginning you you suffering right and i didn't hear from you right you were going through what you went through yeah and then i see you now and you're just so happy and you want to get out there you want to do as many things as you want you know what i mean right. like you're getting into new hobbies right like right. photography yeah. like like you're helping your dad's youtube channel yeah right go yeah. go check it out subscribe uh link in the description below <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, you're, you're, you're really, like, spreading out and doing as much as you can. You're helping me with this podcast, right? You're, you're, you're doing everything to invest in yourself and further invest in other people. But, like, is it because people told you, hey, John, is it because your sister gave you that tough love and was like, stop being sorrowful in your pain? But, like, for me, I never saw that part. So it's like, what it, where does that come from? Um, so... Like, like you said, um, you've never really seen me, you know, being, like, wallowful in my pain. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, being in such a, being in such, stuck in such a, um, such a tough spot, I mean, you have to. There, there is a grieving period. You're not going to, uh, like, I, I didn't just... Um, I didn't just one day say, oh, I'm recovered and I'm good, you know, uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go about my day and, you know, it's gonna be great. It's definitely not like that. I definitely, and even, even right now, um, you know, I still fear um, that one day I might catch the, catch the virus again. Like, um, like I have these, like I said before, like these hypochondriatic moments where um, these little things just pile up, especially with such a health scare. Um, and yeah, you know, it, for the majority of people, it's just a couple of symptoms here and there, and then they're good. They're good within a few days. And even for me, it was like that, you know? But being able to really experience it together as sort of like a family, um, I know that there's there's things that are even bigger than myself and um, taking into that into account um, I feel like really showed me that you know I'm I'm not just living for myself um, that it's not worth um, having these past moments affect me now you know 
Like, what am I going to do? Um, it already happens, you know? And yeah, at the end of the day, it might also scare you. It, it scares me, even till this day. And it, it was, you know, it was like three, four months ago now, you know? But it's, it's tough. It is. It, it's tough to recover. It's tough to, but it's, it was all about the mentality. Um, like I said, my sister showed me that tough love. But when I really needed it, she was there for me. Um, mm. She sympathized with me, you know. You can't just show a person tough love and expect them to get get over it, you know, because it's not going to happen. Especially if they didn't experience the same thing that you did. You can't do that. Um, but at the same time, you do have to be loving. And that's exactly what my parents and my, my sister um, showed me. It was that It was that tough love, but also... Um, being able to sympathize with me as well. Um, my parents went through it, but they didn't necessarily go through the insomnia. But they were for the half of it, you know? Um, they were there for the half of it. And it was, it was having those people, like I said, having that support system, especially your family. Family is like the number one thing that I learned um, through this man's life. There's nothing like family, really. At the end of the day, your family is the number one support system. Whether you like it or not, it's true. Your friends go here and there. Your friends, like no matter how, no matter how close to y you are with your friends, they're gonna one day leave you, you know? But your family, family, man, family is like the, it's the first thing that, that was there, it's gonna be the last thing that'll be there, you know? Um, and that's what I learned. And having that, having my family, being able to really, for the first time, being able to, um, yeah, connect with them, it was just, um, yeah, I knew that it was not worth it. Uh, I knew that um, showing, having something bigger in my life definitely really affected me, yeah. I think it's important that our listeners know that you differentiated, um, letting something define you compared to having a defining moment. So COVID-19 was your defining moment, right? Right. It, it changed you, right? Well, well, I guess the, sorry, uh, not to interrupt, but I guess like the whole thing, um, the mashup with my insomnia and COVID, I'd say was sort of like the defining moment for like the past two months. Exactly, yeah. so, so that struggle and that pain was your defining moment, but you're not letting it define who you are, right? right. Oh, you, you are being more careful, right? You're, you're maybe more worried, right? Um, but you're more considerate, right? And you're not letting, you're not John, the COVID-19 <laughs> survivor, you know what I mean? Right. You're John King, who survived COVID-19, right? Who, who overcame it, right? No matter how mild your symptoms were, right? You were one of those people that overcame it and made something positive and beautiful out of that suffering, right? So you're not defined by that suffering. You're defined by what you made out of that suffering. And I think it's a beautiful thing that people need to understand. And now I kind of, I want you to kind of tell your, I think, the listeners what you were doing before and not what you're doing now. You know what I mean? And the drastic change so that they can understand the polar opposite world of your productivity, your mental state, your emotional state, everything. Yeah, um, 
I, I, it's safe to say that the, I guess the pre-pandemic to the post-pandemic, um, well, like the pre, um, pre-COVID-19 to the past COVID-19, um, it's it's a drastic change. It's a 180 degree difference. Um, number one, I just really just woke up every day, and my goal for that day was to literally just get out of bed, attend class, and do the bare minimum that I can to pass my classes. That was my goal. That was pretty much like, although I was trying to, like, you know, um, I had my priorities that I needed to set. Like, I needed a set schedule to follow. But pretty much it was just eat, sleep, wake up, like, watch some YouTube here and there, and then do the bare minimum for classes. Um, and that was it. That was pretty much my day to day, um, Monday th through Sunday, um, and maybe like a time trip twice here and there. You know, that was like my day. And for anyone uh, listening, I'm pretty sure the majority of people could relate to that schedule. Um, but post, I guess, after everything happened, um, and you know, being in being in my house for so long now. It gave me a sense of um, of just setting aside time for family every every night, um, being setting aside time to to pray, um, to sort of just be by myself as well, because um, that is also one very important thing that helped me to recover was um, was just time by yourself, whether if it's meditation, reading, or just watching a like a calm like YouTube video or just like you know just whatever just just enjoy yourself is, is what I'm saying um, and having just following just this very number one just being appreciative of just what's around you because um, you definitely feel different coming out of it coming out on the other side and I guess just just being able to appreciate, like I said, appreciate the people around me. Um, I don't necessarily follow like a set like nine to five schedule, but what I do is I, I try to have these priorities every day, um, whether if it's family, whether if it's prayer, whether if it's um, work, whether if it's you know whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's it's just. For me, at least, it's having those priorities set here and there. Mine's family, mine's prayer, mine's um, self, I guess, self-time, time by myself. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, work. Um, and then after that, it's just pretty much being able to be flexible. And it, I, think, I honestly think at the end of the day, for me, at least, it was about flexibility and not really wasting my time just, um, just doing nothing because let's be honest like what are you doing <laughs> you know? um yeah and that, for me that was just finding my priorities at those moments and just honing in on them and then obviously you can do what you want you know other like you know um but yeah it's just for me it was just pretty much just that Thank you so much for joining us again.
excited to have you back. We're excited to finally finish the series and learn. Um, thank you so much, John Kim, for your time. Thank you for being a beautiful person. I love you. <laughs> Alright, guys. Thank you so much.